Why should Joseph Stalin have known communism wasn't going to work? Because there were red flags everywhere. Get it? Soviet Union had red flags everywhere. All right, thank you for tuning into American Dispatches once again. This is the news entertainment podcast that covers the most impactful stories and emerging trends from home and abroad. While others give you drum and clickbait, we cover the real stories to actually care about. I'm your host, Vic. I've traveled to 105 countries, hold a BA in international relations, an NBA, and been a contributor to Soldier of Fortune magazine. Now, all that was in the pursuit of knowledge and American stories worth telling. That is what we try to bring you here every day. Today, we will cover the top five news stories in five minutes. Let's get to it. All right. Cuba's to get a new leader, and in the first time in over 60 years, it's not a Castro. That's as Fidel Castro's brother, Raul, is stepping down as head of the country's all-powerful Communist Party, a post that is seen as much more influential than the president of the country itself. Now, the repressed island nation of a million people is already at a precarious tipping point with the economy in absolute tatters. Wasn't doing well before COVID, was hit even uh, harder by that, suffering the worst contraction. In decades, the 89-year-old Raul is handing over the reins to current president Miguel Daiz Canel. He is much younger, seen as a vibrant, bicycle-riding, blue-jean-wearing, and Beatles fan that many have been optimistic could reform the island. That said, the old revolutionaries still hold a lot of sway. But the interesting part about this is that a new movement has bubbled up in the country, Back in 2018, it's known as the San Isidro movement. And what was originally just a call for uh, basic reforms within the communist system, now this group of journalists, singers, academics, artists are now pulling for complete democratic change of the island to remove communism altogether, which could dramatically impact the relations with the U.S. and help the island country that relies on handouts from Venezuela and Russia where the average salary is just around $30 a month. So we'll be following that closely. Regardless of what happens to Cuban government, however, the nation's cultural attaché reminded the world that they will always have the best mojitos and continue to produce some of the top sultry rumba, cha-cha, and salsa dancers. In a space first, NASA flies a helicopter drone on Mars. The drone, called Ingenuity, aptly named, was uh, airborne for just under a minute, But it's cause for celebration nonetheless, as this is the first powered controlled flight by an air of an aircraft on another world. The space agency will be reviewing the software and some of the technical aspects of the flight and more longer term flights are expected. Mima Ong, who's the project manager for Ingenuity, likened the flight to their quote Wright Brothers moment. Now, this new development has apparently made the Russians jealous and they've released their own Mars drone, the Sputnik 4. Critics point out that this is simply a paper airplane with a bear doodled on the side. Some estimates put over 150,000 Russian troops on the Ukrainian border. Pentagon is claiming it's an even larger force than was used to take Crimea in 2014. This is as EU's top diplomat, Joseph Borrell, said on Monday that he has reviewed intelligence that is pointing to more than quote, 150,000 Russian troops massing on the Ukrainian border and in Crimea. The risk of further escalation is evident, Burrell said. He did not cite his sources for that figure. And currently, Pentagon officials have not released an actual number or anything to back up that much. 
That's all we have for today, folks. As always, the world is an exciting, badass place. Stay informed. You can do so by tuning in here on Apple or the Google Play Store. Until next time, Vaya con Dios, America.